This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So it's, you know, it's me and Grant, Shad and uh, Faith. Ford. And we're and we're talking about Murphy Brown. We're reminiscing. Yeah, you remember I played uh, Elton, the painter. Yeah, you know, and um, and Jim, the sort of senior anchor character. And right. I would, and I had to be very buttoned up sometimes, and then I had to be kind of outside, slob. like painting the building and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, her house. I was like her handyman. But like, um, okay. So anyway, that, well, a house is a building. I mean. Yeah, but it sounded like you thought me. I worked at the news office. No, I was sort I of part of the home the life. Building, I, I was, was sort of part of the home life, but it wasn't outside. You would never see me outside her house painting her house. That didn't happen. I was picturing the house. Ha- well, you, you'd paint the inside of the house, right? Yeah. But that's a building. But that's not what you said. So I am, and this is sort of some of the conversations we were having, me and Faith and Grant. And we're, and we're talking about how fun it was, and we're clowning on Dan Quayle. When he came at us and just got fucking owned. Yeah. Uh, I mean, pwned, but we didn't have that word then. Yeah. And uh, and we're all laughing and we're- You were mad at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Gave myself shingles. Yeah. But um, we were uh, laughing but pissed. Yeah, you went insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one way to put it. I gave myself shingles intentionally. Yeah. And then I sent Dan the photo. So he would feel bad. Yeah. Um but we're we're talking about this stuff and we're of course chopping wood. Because we're at this cabin, there's no electricity and we want to have a fire that night. And Faith is laughing and so distracted that she chops Grant shot. She chopped him. Chops him. I mean, chops him, but good. Uh huh. And he split him. She split him. Yeah. Don't let the door hit you where the faith Ford split you. Yeah. And that's exactly right. And so that's where that comes from. Yeah. And I can't help but laugh and go, does this remind you a little bit of how we freaking chopped Dan Quayle up when he tried to come at us? For uh, certain moral standards. And uh, meanwhile, the whole fucking world's burning down. Mm-hmm. And he can't even spell potato. So uh, That would have been good to say at the, at the time. Yeah, what I did say at the time was, I have no cell service. We should call an ambulance. Yeah. You know. Uh, but that could have really and then, stuck it you know, him. And we wound up, we just got to bury this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not so going he, back. he got chopped he got, so hard that he died. He got chopped up and buried. Yeah, yeah. Sweet guy, nice guy. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking, kicking butt and butt, dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call industry. showbiz. What up, what up? Lauren Lapkus is here. She has this show. 
Am oh, I allowed God. to speak? Oh my God! This okay? Yeah, Hi. no. I'm sorry, you had to wait a... so long. Am I allowed to talk now? I watched your intro. Loved it. I would have loved to hear from you in that part because we were talking about some of this TV stuff. Exactly. Do you hear how we're I doing l- this? Exactly. But this is everyone. These are conversations that everyone has. I and that's why I'm so excited about my podcast. People make people sit through a lot of shit on their fucking podcast. They yeah. do. I don't think that our intro. Is that out of line? Well, it's here's like the thing. part of the guest. You're segment. asking me, why didn't you chime in? Why didn't you speak up? You both had your fingers up to my mouth. Yeah, say, hold on, don't talk yet. Yes. Yeah. So I was going, oh, uh, but the Murphy Brown, but he was always painting. Yeah, I, no, I know what you mean. But he, I'm saying. She lived in an apartment, but I'm saying, not a house. I wish you had chimed in okay. so that I could shut your ass down. Wow. Because that's not what happens during the intro part. Okay. And now I want to say, I'm sorry for saying that. It's Can I just say, now that's an apology. Honestly, now that's how you apologize. Honestly, that's the best apology I've ever gotten. When you get an I'm apology man, like that, you say, all is forgiven. You just, yeah. you own up to your shit. Yeah. My that's response, a man's apology. These response, stories are true that I held my finger up and told you yeah. not to speak. And for me, you saying sorry with that is enough for you to be completely absolved. Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost like I didn't do anything. It's, it's better than if you had done nothing. Well, yeah, because a lot of people have done a lot of shit that we don't know about and yeah. haven't apologized for But did for they learn a big shit. lesson and apologize about Excuse it, like my me. friend Sean? No one has to apologize if people don't know it yet. Yes. I'm that- sorry. No, if people don't know, then you say, no comment. I have no comment on that. Yeah. And I hope mm-hmm. you don't put it together. Yeah. Or that's fake. It's but a, once people find yeah. out, you say, hey, that that wasn't cool of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. N- now that's badass. That's a man. Definitely. Hey, man. hey, look, I did a mistakey. Mm-hmm. I did a mess up. My dicky fell out of my pantsies. As an example. As right. an example. I don't know anyone who's done that. I'm saying, what would you say if you did? You know? If I did that? Well, as soon as I got caught and lost some money, I'd say, hey, I'm, I made a oops. That's really yeah. cool. Okay. And it's true what you say. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Really quick, my podcast, my new podcast is called Raised by TV, and it's with I me. I love this because I'm Gabriel's. always having these conversations. And, and, yes. and Lauren, I had done this a lot of talking stuff. up to that point, and mm-hmm. it's time for me to finally listen. <laughs> so now do tell me about this okay, podcast. Okay, so yeah, just so you can just hear from a woman for that's a second. Cool. Um, I have a podcast with John Gabris, who's I a man, and it's called Raised by TV. I love this And it is all about, you know, our nostalgia yes. from the 80s and 90s, from growing up. TV And rules. we both watched a ton of TV, and we remember everything about it. Oh, just being or a we misremember a lot, but we don't fact check anything, and we mm. just scream mm-hmm. at each other. I'm obsessed with being a kid. Same. All I want to do is go back to the 90s. Yeah, remember? I had this really unique, specific experience where I was watching all the most popular shit back then. (laughs) Okay, you know what? (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's what's up. You're coming at me really hard, and... I don't have to accept it. I will because I need something from you right now, Mm -hmm. which is that I need to promote on your show. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be silent and just accept the way you're treating me. Um, But in a few years, I am going to speak out about this. (laughs) And at that point, I will say, hey, that story is true. Yeah. I invite her on my podcast. She has a much more popular podcast than I do and is just a more popular personality. And it was helping my show that she was on. And I chose to take that opportunity to poke gentle fun at the entire concept of the show she was there to promote. And I'll say that story is true. And as a man, 
It's time for me to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that said, um, the show's really fun, and I think people are really enjoying it. We've released by now a couple episodes. Well, I and- like the buildup. Well, look. The buildup. You need buildup. <laughs> I, I do want to say, without a little buildup, no one knows anything's coming. You know, and mm-hmm. as I think people sometimes can be really shocked by things that happen when they don't expect them. So I think it was really helpful for us to kind of give people a moment to get ready for this. A lot of your audience have, like, heart people- conditions. And yeah. Stuff. You very want to so surprise they're, us. they're yes. gentle souls. They're people who are easily scared and surprised, and I I didn't want it, that to happen to them. I didn't want them to feel caught off guard. So I wanted them to feel like, oh, I had proper warning, and I got my feed ready, and I'm and here it comes and it drops in my feed. I and I talk people about don't know this. the math of this stuff. Where if you make a ten episode commitment to a show, that's twenty weeks of buildup. Yeah. Well, look, uh, it's been a huge chunk of my life, and yeah. uh, I want everyone else to feel that. So I want to talk about this though. People really celebrated when, like, Beyonce just dropped her album overnight with no yeah. fanfare. And people were like, oh, that's so brave. And it's like, really? It's actually very scary. And a lot of people got so scared when they saw that album without having heard about it that they end up in the hospital yeah. and dead they and they crashed their problems. car or their brain they crashed their car. blew up. Yeah. I've and, seen that. Yeah. And so, and it happened to people, a friend of my friend's hairdresser it happened to. No way. Mm-hmm. That's really Yes. Close. She crashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She crashed. Speaking of crash, I'm on a show called Crashing on HBO, which mm-hmm. people can see. And this is great, more TV stuff. And yeah. isn't it cr- it's so Raised cool. by TV, and now you're the one doing the raising. And isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. And yeah. people are getting raised by you on TV yeah. right now. Yeah, they are. I mean, I, I hope children aren't watching Crashing because um, there's some nudity and some swearing and stuff. Mm. But I think at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I watched a lot of shit like that, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Being a stand-up. I'm not. No, yeah, but... Oh, you were just talking about your experience? Yes. <laughs> is But you're I, around it a lot on the show. Imagine how much talking about the stand-ups you are The amount of stand-up, hearing. Pete Holmes, not to name drop, Pete Holmes, TJ Miller, um, Artie Lang, um, these people, you know, Beth Stelling, Jamie Lee, these, these stand-ups the around stand-ups, me. stand-ups, yeah. Um, the amount of stand-up they did just to kind of... The stand-ups love to hold court, so they'll get up and they'll grab a, whatever looks like a mic. Um, this is for your listeners who don't know stand-ups, because they'll just grab anything kind a of— A pepper shaker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. A and they'll, lamp. they'll stand up on a staircase and start spouting off jokes. Mm-hmm. Anybody's bust somebody's balls? Yeah, people did bust somebody's balls a bunch. Who? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't know if I can say. Ah, uh. But yeah, there was a lot of ball busting. Safe. Yeah. Oh, for me. Well, no. Behind the scenes, that people feel safe. You're not going to share this if yeah. they want to actually crack stones, bust balls. If they want to really freaking give someone the business that Lauren Lapkus ain't going to go run tell that. That's the thing because I think when you can't trust someone with a secret. Then who can you trust? You know what I mean? If you can't and, trust someone with a secret, I totally you know what I mean. Agree. And I trust people do? with secrets all the time. Then yes, really, yeah. I go, I go. Don't tell anybody about this. Mm-hmm. So your dog is chasing his tail. He, yeah, he got it. That's really classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a question about you because you mentioned T.J. Miller. So classic. I have a classic a, dog. I have a little question about the world of crashing. Classic yeah. dog move. So when your character meets T.J. Miller, yeah, you say to Pete Holmes, 
why are you friends with TJ Miller now? Yeah. And you say that being someone who in the show is pretty much completely outside of the world of stand-up and comedy, yes. not interested in entertainment. So you but know But you are TJ. part of that world. So are you sort of but, bringing, is that Lauren? No, I, but what I have a that question. is. But sorry. I have an actual question. Oh, okay, because I, I had an answer. That it. But That's fine. But I'm in the middle of my question. That's fine. So you say that about TJ. Uh-huh. And you clearly know him. And you're in a show that's on HBO. Right. And most people who know him know him from Silicon Valley. Right. But in the world of crashing, the show Silicon Valley doesn't appear to exist. Everyone seems to know him from other projects because I think it would have maybe been weird to be talking about Silicon Valley like right before right. it's on. Yeah. So and production maybe wasn't going well in Silicon Valley at that time. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Look, we don't know. What my character and I did I did do an extensive backstory for my character with pages that's why and pages I, that's why and pages. I, that's why I asked. I spent hours and hours kind of writing personal diaries and things. So, and this is exactly why I asked. Right. And this is what I'm telling you. So I for TJ specifically, my character loves the Yogi Bear film and thought he had a great turn in that film. And looked up his name on IMDb, kind of followed his career, watched a bunch of his stand-up videos, thought he was funnier than her husband, uh, mm. and clocked that, you know. And so it kind of gave her a perspective on whether her husband was good at stand-up or not. Mm. I and love so, when guys are clocking stuff on TV. Yeah, mm, yeah. You know? She clocked that and then You kind see of the that. face and then you see the the thing. Yeah. Like the, the piece of fruit or whatever. And it's like, oh, she's clocking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so does that answer your question? Or? A little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you seem just really defensive. I don't know, like, I, I've been on your show a couple times, and I think you do have a tendency to be that way, not to be rude, but mm-hmm. to, I, I really honestly feel it so much right now. And this is after your apology. So I'm just wondering if maybe you're feeling, like, weird that you confessed or, like— What I'm hearing is—and just I'm telling you what I'm hearing. Yeah. Sean, you're called your standoffish. You have bad personality. Okay. Your physical posture shuts people out. Right. You seem almost like you're hiding something. You didn't do a good apology. And your question about T.J. Miller wasn't good, and I would have rather answered the one that Hayes cut in with halfway through. Yeah. So that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Let me tell you what I'm saying. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Wow. That story is true. I am rocked by this. That story is true. It's time for me to listen. And Sean wins. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) You got fucked up by that apology. Well, that's what's so crazy is that sometimes an apology is better. It makes you the winner. Than anything. Like, Mm -hmm. I was the one hurt. And then somehow you won because of how you phrased that. You. It's almost better that I was so unpleasant to be around for the whole. Yeah. Well, it yeah. makes you seem like you knowing your me. actions weren't that big of a deal, actually. And that, like, I think yeah, in you're some like, ways well, it's not that bad. you're forgiven. I'm is goofing how I feel. around. You're goofing. I'm goofing. Yeah. You know, I'm and just he can't a help it, and we feel sorry guy. for him. Yeah. I'm so good. He doesn't damaged. He doesn't. Yes. Well, and you, of course, you don't know what you're doing. You know, you don't know how much harm you could cause somebody by just the way you talk. And wow. it's messed up stuff from his family. Please. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine some of what I've been through? I can't. And I'd love for you to explain a little bit about what made you who you are because Hayes here seems really down to earth, gentle, honest. I would love to have but, more interesting stuff to share about me. Hayes has yeah. a background where he is um, used to collaborating. He, of course, took classes at Second City. 
Yes. Wow. And so that is a great way to kind of just boost mm-hmm. your resume, mm-hmm. get some a lot public of, speaking skills. So mm-hmm. that's why I initially did it was to be more brave at work. Yeah. Uh, but gradually, I started to do years and years and years of these classes. These classes. Mm-hmm. Thousands of dollars. And people are saying, what's the end game here? And I'm saying, well, I'm trying to be brave at work. <laughs> uh, and then they say, well, maybe you could like actually do a real show or something. Like yeah. turn, like do... Um, like a comedy Yeah, show. do like a real big comedy show mm-hmm. on the real, the second, the famous stage. That's so crazy. So did you achieve Stage. That? Uh, I try. I pitched a lot of different shows at all the different theaters um, because I was, you know, was sort of bouncing around taking classes. Was this classes in LA between, or Chicago or This was Toronto? in Vegas. Okay, um, in Vegas. I did one. Uh, I pitched one in Vegas um, and then pitched one at the Dallas Theater. Okay, so that one's really like off the beaten path. Which is uh, affiliated but not But it's really. where they're doing the most experimental yes. stuff. Well, it's spelled differently. It's called SC, but it's spelled E-S-S-S-E-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, but we, everyone's – and you're supposed to know – yeah, well, and those who know teach. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that sort of yeah. ironed out a lot of my personality stuff. And that's how I became such a nice, normal guy. But it's not very much fun. To collaborate, he learned to interact. Now, my background is completely different. You yeah, know, so what is I didn't get that? to do that. Well, you know, uh, obviously you say, wow, you seem kind of frosty. You seem kind of uh, domineering and uh, above it all. And I would say, well, so sorry, I, I, went to, I went to Harvard. Okay. You know, with all, me and all my rich cronies. I remember when I was pledging for finals clubs, I wanted to join the Phoenix, you know? Uh-huh. And I got the note slid under my door and I turned to um, – Either uh, Reginald or Dorchester, and uh, and I said, um, at long last, compadre, uh, I've been tapped, mm-hmm. and um, and then Reginald just um, was he was like setting money on fire because we all had so much money. We're all oh, these that's rich, really like, unrelatable. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and he was like Ugh, the Phoenix Club. He was like, I heard they let some people in who. Uh, are um, uh, not like us. And then he made this like symbol with his hand that I have come to know to be a very mean symbol. And I don't want to say what it means on here. What, the middle finger? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And it's and – it's, I know what it means. Yeah, there's like a two-word phrase in particular that it's supposed it to mean. It means fuck you. Oh, I thought okay. it was like sit on it. <laughs> sit and spin. Sit and spin. S- sit on this and rotate. Sit and spin. And better go all the way around. But <laughs> and that's a commercial from TV you guys could probably talk about. Think about doing that with you the know, sit and spin. We have an episode mm. dedicated to commercials that um, was a blast. Shut up. Yeah, so that'll be out in a few you weeks. Do you do the Vianetta commercial? No, what's that? Oh, you got to watch it. But anyway, what about the ones with Danny DeVito and uh, George Clooney. Oh, those are great, but a little past the time that we're really talking about. Those are more recent. Vienna? Well, that could be more fun for people. Vienna is no. a fun because they actually have seen these recently and they're remembering no. them. No, 
I feel no. I just, I just. Fiona is a fun layered ice cream treat. Okay, well, let's see what happens. It's I would love to fancy. see. Let's. Oh, so put out it's the show. Doing, and then get back to me. Well, let's tell you, we'll, it's out and it's doing really well. It's the commercials one. Fancy no, this the, ice cream. The show okay, itself. so why don't you put out the commercials one and then why don't we have another chat? Okay, you can't and see get what it's it kind of commercials and, and see what toys. people say. Commercials and toys, and maybe um, people listening can make recommendations for commercials they would have liked to have heard. But there's in a that problem episode. with the Viennetta that's illustrated by the commercial, which is that uh-huh. there's basically not enough of it to go around. Okay, so and people want more. That's uh, interesting. It's a kind of fancy treat that me and my rich Harvard buddies would eat. Um, but uh-huh. anyway, it's very hard for me to talk to people, normal people who haven't had all the doors just blown open for them. So that's why you are kind of the way you are. So bold right. and kind of just acting without – Thinking of consequence. Mm-hmm. Because I've been so insulated from it my whole life. But uh, I will say, I'll excuse you a little bit because, like, that time, that stuff you were doing, you were, like, 20 years old or whatever. I mean, it's Second City, guys, me and my friends are being, like, disgusting idiots. And we're, like, 29, sometimes even, like, 30 years old. Yeah, I think age does play a role. Like, it does make a little bit of a difference when you did it in your life. Mm. Um, but not so much because... I have uh, memories of people being disgusting to me, um, and they were in their 20s, and I don't think it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. T- so. When's it cool? Is this a TV thing? When is it cool and funny to be like that? Um, probably when you're either really old, because uh-huh. as we saw, the, the former president yeah. was hilarious with that, um, or when you're just a baby. A little baby saying, like, fuck you, mom. <laughs> oh, like is, the landlord? Do you remember the landlord? Do you remember the landlord? I mean... That could actually be something to talk about, Remember baby too. Herman? Can I just say? Yes. Rather than on TV? Yes. <laughs> Rather than... That's funny. All this stuff that, like, is kind of old, yeah. this TV stuff, to talk about the landlord. So that's a... So uh, quite opposite... You know, in many ways of what we're doing is the landlord because that's it's the a, opposite. It's a, it's a, you think that's the opposite? Vi- well, it's a web video from yeah. from the 2000s. So the opposite of TV is TV that's on the computer. No, sorry, Will Ferrell. And you actually, no. and you actually think no. That. The opposite of TV is a sketch video online, decades after the time that I'm interested in focusing on. Are now you watch SNL? I do every Maybe, week, baby. Yeah. Every week, baby. It's crazy what they're doing, huh? Because the way You guys they, talk about that? We do. Actually, we do have an episode that will touch on that program, but not the current day. Mm. I don't know. This cast, this cast is my Just cast. This, yeah. The stuff that people actually care about. Well, here, be, you know? So what's your favorite current SNL sketch? Probably when Larry David talks about Holocaust stuff. That was hilarious. And that was cool. Making it sexy. Yeah. I like some of the ones where they're auditioning for like the Marvel movie and stuff. And it's just like a bunch of different guys. It's like crazy people to yeah. audition mm-hmm. for this. I like when they just sing a song. Like I was going to say, just I like a when it's song, just a song. But yes. it's just like a song band. Yes. That I know. And they're, well, I don't want it to be a band though. I want it to be one of the, the cast. cast members. Oh. And I want them to when just like, be singing a song. When it's like an important historical I want thing. that to be the entirety of the idea. Because oh, I was thinking, my favorite part is when there's like a band and they do a song. I love those sketches where it's like a band just singing one of their popular songs. Oh, it's very funny. It can be. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. funnier when the cast does it. No, no. If they're I, not necessarily trained singers. Yeah, I think that's probably true. 
But that this kind of thing, you know, like you see how we're having like this good conversation about this new stuff that people actually like and yes. they really care so about. So do you not of, like remember? This, well, maybe you're one of those kids who didn't get to have TV when he was little. No, I actually was raised by TV. Okay, so you yeah. were, you were so you really yeah. relate actually. And to I the was thing. like a latchkey kid. Okay, so that's perfect for what we're talking about because. And I would microwave food and stuff. Okay, and so that's food. so relatable and actually a lot of what we and get I'd into. And I sit on the floor in a little cowboy suit okay. with like my <laughs> little plastic. Gun. Mm-hmm. Sit cross-legged on the floor, uh-huh. and I'd watch all this like public domain black mm-hmm. and white television. Watch wow. the Indians like they're really... like shooting guns at the Indians, and I'd take my little guns and go pew pew pew. Mm-hmm. And then in the and I was like Tom Mix and the sex. Cisco Kid, and people are having sex on the couch behind you, right? Well, yeah, my sister, yeah, that's nuts, and her boyfriend, the babysitter, yeah, yeah. I remember being raised by TV. <laughs> and my parents would just go like, hey, your babysitter's here, and they'd literally turn on the TV. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'd get down in front of there with a can of beans mm-hmm. and in my little sailor suit, and I would watch like um, people swimming or sailing. Yes, and the synchronized I- swimming shows. Yes. That was a big See, one. in my family, my mom would kind of say – Here's dinner, and then she'd put me in a room full of cereal and just throw me into it, so I'd have to eat my way out. Oh wow! wow. And I'd be in there for days, and the TV, of course, would be on, mm-hmm. and it would be but raising hard to me. see or hear the TV. Yeah. Yeah. but it is raising you. Yeah, like absolutely, yeah. of course, because it's my only moral compass. And it's probably raising you too a little bit with some of these cereals. Raisin me, raisin. yeah, raisin, yeah, raisin. brand, of course. Two scoops of sunshine raisins. I remember getting woken up at four in the morning and being told time to go to school. Mm-hmm. And then my parents would turn on the TV, mm-hmm. okay, and they'd put me in front of the TV with a book, and I was supposed to write in the book yeah. what was on the TV. That is good school. Yeah, and I was raised in a way by the TV and educated by it. Well, in so many ways, you know, I had to get every bit of advice I could from the TV as my parents had kind of decided that it would raise me. Mm-hmm. And so when I, you know, when I come home from, when I came from college, I would visit the TV um, and just give it a hug and it would play some of our old memories on Nick at Night or yeah. different channels that kind of focused on the past. Picture this. My mom's like, wake up. Let's, we, you got to go to the doctor. Sits me down in front of the TV. I watch a still image of Felix the cat for three hours and mm. I'm dressed like Felix the cat as well. That was the doctor. Yeah. For me. What one thing that my parents would do a lot of times when it was time to go to the nutritionist <laughs> is they would put two TVs on the back of two horses facing in separate directions and really long extension cords. They would then tie me between these horses and they would slap them both on the ass and send them running. And I would get stretched out. Like Stretch Armstrong. I don't know that. But what but what would happen to me is I would get sort of elongated mm-hmm. and in a way raised by TV. That's interesting. Um, just to quickly just um, get into what I was talking about, this would be kind of something we'd probably talk about on the show. I don't think we actually got into Stretch Armstrong. Maybe we did. Um, but it was a toy. You keep saying this. Okay. Yeah. It was a toy. Yeah. Can I just finish? No. Okay. You know what? Hey, I'm sorry. And it's time for me to listen. Oh, Thank so you. awesome. That, that was really awesome. That's that was really so cool. I, honestly, I don't even want to say my point anymore because I just want to acknowledge that that was really, really cool how you fessed up kind mm-hmm. of 
and, and understood what you did wrong and then gave me the floor. It was really big. And for anyone who thinks that my actions on this podcast reflect poorly on my co-host slash manager, Hayes Davenport. <laughs> oh, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I just got to say, he's just trying to mediate this thing. Yeah. That's all he's doing. That's my job. <laughs> it's my job to mediate tough yeah. situations so, like this. Uh, yeah. Can I say, instead of this Stretch Armstrong stuff, it's old and it sucks. Nobody uh-huh. She hasn't even got to it. say what I it is. I haven't actually got Maybe to. instead, that's what I'm saying, instead of talking about that, you could talk about Mario another guy Odyssey. who stretches. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Fantastic, played by Miles Teller. Okay. You know, for me, <laughs> that's not that interesting. Um, Teller should have been the torch. I saw him in Whiplash. Wow. I thought that yeah. was good. And okay, that's in, fine. You know, that's kind of old. Good but start. It's, yeah, that's you're getting What's a lot that closer. One where he was like, it was like a romantic. bleed for this. Thank you for your service. Bleed no, for this. No, it was the, like a the boxing one. Like that a, awkward moment. No, that awkward moment. That is what you're thinking. I about, think so. he was in this. It was like, um, like him and a girl, spectacular and like teenagers. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't see it. I saw that, and you know that was just kidding. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh and my you could god! Do this you on the show. You so just hard. you believed I didn't see a Miles Teller movie. You know what? I don't need you to fucking lie to me. Hey, if you're don't be lie- mad about because your show is making so many mistakes about the kind of don't stuff you guys bring talk it about. back to me. He just lied to everyone and then confessed that he lied, but we didn't even acknowledge. It's like we didn't even get into it. We all now we're just breezing past lies and acknowledgments. We need to spend time on this stuff. These well, lies are true. Okay, yeah. so what does that mean? <laughs> They're not lies, or that you did lie. Hayes, can you manage? I this? will say he already did a bunch of big apologies. So now, if new stuff comes out, I don't think he has to like now so, like, come back and apologize again. Are you saying? Okay, here's my question. And I mean, I kind of feel like I know where this is going, but like, because you acknowledge that you, you did lie and that you did say and do all the rude things that have happened just in the few minutes I've been on the show, Mm -hmm. does that make it like for a second, I thought it made it okay. But then I'm thinking about like, let's think about, you know, not to make it really serious, but someone like Bill Cosby, who raped many, many women, but has denied, denied, denied. And so if you were to say he did it, is that okay? Um, Not to make it it's serious. Double, it's double jeopardy. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. So actually, if you know the law, and I'm not saying the law is good or bad, mm-hmm. uh, but I do have friends who are policemen, and so I do know what the law is. Okay, so that's how you know. And so it's double jeopardy. Yeah. So what does that mean? If he were to come out and say that he did it, yeah, the judge would have to say that it was okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it was double jeopardy. Because double jeopardy. What does jeopardy. that mean? Well, so um, he well, you already guys can maybe went- talk about this Ashley Judd movie, Double Jeopardy. You know yeah. what? Though I, I feel like you're even kind of that- pulling it away from the point, which is more that Sean has been offending me so fucking much. Mm. And look, we've only been here for a few minutes. Yeah. We haven't been here that long. Mm-hmm. And I, so it makes me wonder all the ways in which you offend out in the world all the time. Mm-hmm. I remember back when I was at Harvard, one okay. of the ways that they would um, make sure that you were allowed to join the finals club is you would have to go to the airport and buy a round-trip ticket to China same day, which was the most expensive 
airplane uh-huh. ticket you could get, and then you'd have to bring it to the finals club and set it on fire in front of them. And it was just a way to show that you didn't give a fuck about money so and that you knew that you were always going to be I will okay. say this for you, Lauren. Um, as you know, I uh, produce a lot of shows. I'm not sure I do know. Well, I think maybe you've yeah. heard of a little show called Premium Blend that okay. I produce. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up on that for sure. It And... I watched a ton of that. It's hard to picture you getting a spot on Premium Blend. Uh oh. If we're having these kind of conversations, is this the kind of stuff we're going to be saying on Premium Blend? It's a comedy show. I don't do stand up. You know, and let me tell you that again. Well, yeah, and and, and, and and it's not going to change anything. I think I know why. I think I know why. You think I'm being blackballed from the stand up community because I want to speak out? I got to say, Lauren, your humor would be perfect for a show like this. For Premium Blend? So I think you, I think your humor would fit in so well on a show like this. Thank you. And I would You could hate, do some of the TV stuff. If I would we made it, if we updated it a little bit to the present okay, day, people could okay. really enjoy this. To not TV have the stuff. opportunity to get your, get your stuff on there just because, you know, he's kind of the guy who produces it. I would hate for that to happen. And I pick some of the guys. So I've apologized. So the guys that you pick? I call everyone guys. Okay, yeah. I'm just checking. Hey, you guys. Um, uh, I I think that you have gotten some apologies from me, which uh-huh. were really good and which really kind of won. And so for you to keep kind of telling this story about me like lying to you or be nasty to you or whatever you think I did on this podcast is like maybe a bad idea. Lauren, can I ask okay. you a question? Have you ever been a guest on the Goreburger show? No. Yeah, I know. I produce it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard a lot about that show. Um, I'm not going to get into it. Uh, you know. I was raised by it. In many ways, I was too. R-A-Z-E-D. Um, oh, I was kind yeah, of, sure. You know, completely burned from that mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to the ground, you know. Oh, wow. Uh, in many ways, just by the eviscerating humor. Um, right. When you I, say you've heard about the, so, some of the allegations against Goreburger, is that what you're saying? You know, Goreburger himself, the character, or the or the puppet? The real puppet. Do are, you know what I mean? Are you saying or are you asking me? I'm asking. And this is not the conversation that we should be having if we want to be a guest but on Goreburger's show. Okay, so as, this is not the kind of thing we talk about the on producer, the Goreburger show or on Premium Blend. As the producer, mm-hmm. it's your job... To be a, your you since you know about all the rudeness of your friend, it's your job to then go out publicly and condemn your friend. Can I just say right now we have an empty seat on Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn. That's a great show. We have an empty chair. And by the way, that show uncensored. You just say what's on your mind because mm-hmm. okay. it's just your buddies. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's really neat. Um, I'd love to be next, on that. next to Nick DePaula. Okay, that's great. I'd love to be on that show. I know, um, I produce it. So you've gotten my letters. Yes, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that mm-hmm. those were going to you. I I didn't know you were. That's what a producer does. They read the mail. <laughs> Look, you guys. I don't want to fight with you. Um, I want I want a career. I'm going to put it out there. I want to have success. I think your humor would fit in perfectly on Tough Crowd. Well, then put me on. Well, how are we going to do you that? Zip it, Scotty Don't. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I promise I won't. Scotty Don't. Okay, I, right? don't, I don't know what that is. Knock, knock, who's there? Uh, See, this is. Zip it. So it's, it's you're, you're quoting Austin Powers. 
Yeah, so you do know what it is. Okay, I just, oh, I, so didn't, I just get gaslighting it. me. Yeah, I know. I was raised by Austin. Did you Powers. see that she was gaslighting me? Uh, yeah. Women can't gaslight. Oh, well, I would say that women can do anything, anything. they want to do. Because it's like a car thing. You can think women are good with cars. No, I don't think that. You know what? I'm going to give you both a hand symbol. That means something that really might hurt your feelings. Oh, God. Oh, she's holding her pinky. Oh, no. She did the $1 million. (laughs) Oh, no. Crushing. Oh, wow. That's really funny. That would do. Spin. That would. On that. Kill on Premium Blend or on Shorty's Watching Shorties. Yes, you could. Which, by the way, he produces it. I want to be on Bebe's Kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, that I can't help you with. I think, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Everyone at the to cast whom? is dead. They're all dead. Okay, well, the Bebe's curse. Look, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I wish I was dead because <laughs> yeah, everything a, I've experienced with you has been so, so. I feel like I've been in a in a prison the last what have we been talking for 30 minutes or something I've been in a prison we've just been talking about mm-hmm. some of our favorite TV yeah, and, just, and that's, and that's TV. what you want to say and how we were raised by TV you want to make it, it that you've just been talking and it's fine mm-hmm. I've been personally offended multiple times and you've apologized and said that you it was true that in you offended in a ruling me. ass mm-hmm. way <laughs> what I need is a written apology mm-hmm. tomorrow that's great Okay. That's a good. Do you get a th- Do you get THR? You THR, get the, the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, you get the big glossy. I, of course, I'm subscribed to THR, Variety, Deadline Magazine. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe check it out tomorrow when the mail comes. You might see Sean has kind of an apology column that he's doing. Mm, yeah, just every week I put out a new apology to different people or whatever. Or you know? So is it kind of like Jimmy Fallon's like thank you cards? Like they could just be to anything, so you can. <laughs> I mean, I thank you to think that I could do something on the level of Jimmy Fallon. That thank is you really cards. nice. Like, that I, don't is I don't think that. I don't think that. I mean, that is. I don't so think that you kind. could. Can you hear me? I don't think that you could. Warren, like, uh, it's like a blurb for the column because mm-hmm. the com- we're doing blurbs for the column now. Oh, it's just to kind of promote it. Yes, inside the column, oh, okay. and so to say, like, this is like Jimmy Fallon. Thank you cards, Lauren. Lapp. Guess wouldn't that be cool? I know it's is oh. this like and we Jimmy Fallon? Fa- the, the quote is is this like Jimmy Fallon? Thank you, guards. Question mark in quotes. Mm-hmm. Even but we that, cut it off before the there. question mark. Okay. Uh, well, like, what if we just say like Jimmy Fallon? Thank you, cards. <laughs> yeah, and that is actually that from your quote. That's manipulative, and I don't appreciate it. That's the media, baby. You're you know, in the all spin you know zone. You you you're, you think you're a smooth talker. You think you can get out of all this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to forget anything that's happened here today. I'm not accepting your apologies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out into the world and I'm going to publicly state all of the things that you did to me and that you do to listeners on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. She said that she's not going to forget it, but this is like kind of a raised by TV thing. What if he, we use it like Men in Black zapper on you? Oh gosh. Remember on TV when the Men in Black would zap I, you? I did see that on TV. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen that movie. Um so I don't know. It's kind of like that's only a boy Only seen the third one. It's a boy movie, so I think You're like, like me, Gabriel's only seen the third one. That. Yeah, I've only seen the mm-hmm. third one. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, that was right on time. You know. It's a boy movie, and yet Laura Sanjacomo is in it. <laughs> okay. I, that's, that's a great point. Interesting to think mm-hmm. about. Oh, Laura Flynn Boyle's in a boy movie. 
I don't feel respected here. I'm just going to say it. We're here just talking about how great your show is and how we love to talk about your you show. You haven't said my being, show is great this whole fucking time. By You've TV. been saying, why don't you make it like this? The way you have it's boring. That's a bad idea. Yeah, well, idea. that's what the show is now, and now it's good. Well, no, yeah. but we already recorded a bunch of episodes, so it has to be what it was. The show's so close to being great. You know, it just needs a little tweak. It's circling great. Have you mm-hmm. listened to it? Hmm? Have you listened to the show? I mean, well... Hang on, my dog wants to come in. No, he doesn't. It's really dangerous. If okay, he so come he in did want to come in, which I, honestly I was surprised by because <laughs> I didn't hear anything. He could get so, really sick if we just left him out there. Yeah, and that's what you wanted to do. So I didn't know really. I didn't know all the facts, and so that's unfair. Ooh, I'm so happy with my little doggie. Okay, and instead know, of apologizing, I, what I feel like you're trying to do Lauren's is actually yourself... digging a deeper hole, no, and no, no, it's no, no, actually no. the cover-up no, that's no, no, the worst no, part. No, and she no, tried no, to make no. a dog really no, no, sick. No, 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 no. And no, I no, noticed no. that you haven't apologized to me at Can all. Let's say, talk about my. Can feelings. I just talk about something? You brought this dog in here, and now you're trying to look like you're just like, I love a dog. I'm so cute. Look at me. It I really humanizes him. You have to admit, it really did. Very smart. But I see through it. Okay, so it's not working for me. I get what you're trying to do. I don't buy it for one goddamn second mm-hmm. um and i'm not gonna apologize for you to you for anything because i didn't do anything to you she said goddamn yeah is that bad <sighs> is that bad that's a segment we do on this show sometimes mm-hmm. do you want to do it now we no. only do it with aaron gibson yeah okay well then that's fine i don't really care what segment do you want us to only do with you I want you to do uh, a segment I like to call Here's a Bunch of Money for the Way That I Hurt You. And you will then give me a bunch of money every time I'm on the show. grand. More. Definitely more. Okay. Um, Say a a higher number. Okay. Nine grand. Higher than that. Okay. Wow, she's going to be really rich. Yeah, this doesn't seem fair. She becomes rich? Yeah. Maybe we do a Patreon. Nine grand doesn't make someone rich. Okay. Wow. Whoa. Grand. You sound like my fucking Harvard cronies. <laughs> I'm just saying nine grand goes quickly, you know. Can we just talk about Not when some... you get it every time somebody like talks over you or whatever. Nice TV <laughs> shows. This is what the... I want to talk about that. I'd love to just talk more about my show, um, Raised by TV, which is yeah. here on the Airwolf Network. And it What's is, an example of one of the shows? Download. Um, one, one of the shows that we talk about. Yeah. Um, Full House. So you guys talk about... Oh, Fuller House. No, the original. Oh, yeah. DJ Tanner. But yeah. it's Stephanie Tanner is a DJ in this version. Yeah. She's a famous DJ, so it's like, I'm DJ Tanner. No, I'm DJ Tanner. Yeah. That is funny, <laughs> but we talk more about the old, the original, kind of how they got their start. How about when they all look at the camera and they're like, Michelle couldn't make it. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. I watched it. She I have admitted to admit. it. She yeah. admitted it. You know, actually, I'm going to say that is all true. I did. We got to talk about I, it. I just did watch. I I did watch the pilot of the of Fuller House. Man, that raised me. It, it raised me in many ways, and I actually have to just send out a little apology here. I kind of wrote you guys off when you brought up Fuller House right when I said Full House. Um, just because I was really stuck to my point, you know, yeah. what I was trying to make. And at the fun. end of the day, I was having fun, and you guys yes. were a good time with mm-hmm. it. And so I just wanted to apologize and say, hey, sorry. Hey. <laughs> hey. I loved getting that apology. That was really cool. I just got yeah. freaking destroyed by that. 
<laughs> I guess I got to go back in my little troll. And you sort of own us now. I pwn you. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got, we got pwned. And that could be another cool thing to talk about is these esports. You know, I don't really – you're a producer. Because they're being on TV now more and more. No, no. I know that stuff is being on TV more. We're doing I'm more just, of the stuff. The shorties are playing esports now. All I'm trying to say is that you're a producer and I respect your position. However, you produce a bunch of shit that's – not really exactly my style, and so I'm not really too concerned with the notes you have for my show. Y'all talk about Ted 2 on this show? No. No. <laughs> it's completely out of the wheelhouse what we talk about. Mm, but I've seen it on TV. Okay. You know, at the time, that movie didn't come out yet. Okay. Okay. So it's— I'm getting closer, though, right? What's, like, the freshest <laughs> thing that you guys want to talk about on your show? Mm-hmm. Fresh Prince. Okay, well, I guess I deserve that one. Okay, and I'm giving the, it up. Do you guys know the theme song to that? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Do you want to yeah. sing it with me? Oh, the whole thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Let me get in the zone. <clears throat> Should I do the beat? Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, give me the beat. Slow it down. Fresh prints. Need a slower beat. <laughs> Ready? And take it down a notch. And West Philadelphia. No, no, oh. no. That's not how it goes. Yeah. I thought this was your idea. <laughs> It was, and I, I honestly, I think you guys are wrong because I know that song really well. Wait, well, hang on. The Fresh Prince. You're talking about Joffrey, right? Joffrey. No, I don't watch that show. Oh, could you? You don't get much fresher than him. Mm-hmm. He I don't could be watch real that. nasty. He was mouthing off a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't and give him a red <laughs> smile. Does that mean you kill him? Yeah, that's what he said. Okay, I don't care. Um, Let's put a red smile on that face. Joker. You have to watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't to find care out. about that show, and I don't. Being so serious. Want to know how I got this red smile? <laughs> yeah, you don't care about that show. No. Hmm. No, I don't. I don't care. I'll never watch it. Fuck you guys. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. And already people are listening to this and they're writing off Raised by TV, and that was not my See, intention. See, I think what mm-hmm. you're, I think you're actually completely mistaken. I think by this point they've turned this off and started playing Raised by TV because it sounded way better than this. To go after the last vestige of the monoculture, King Joffrey show. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the last true water cooler show we have. It's a dinosaur. It's carried no over. It survived a into water this age. Anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone drinks on bottles. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you don't work in a shitty office like I do. <laughs> no, I don't. And dinosaur is... <laughs> I don't. Speaking of dinosaurs, drinking around water coolers, that dinosaurs show is probably something you guys We really do talk, like talk about dinosaurs. Uh, yeah. uh, I love that show. Not the mama, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we get into it much more hardcore. Like that was a very fresh baby. That's a good example of a baby that could be really yeah. nasty. Yeah. And I thought, uh, in many ways, I thought the teenage brother was hot. 
Oh, right. Sure, he was a dinosaur, but I think I would have sex with him. Right. Would he probably use those spikes on his head to do something Yeah, wild. it'd be pretty fucking cool, yeah. dude. Hey, get out of that, that freaking Letterman's Letterman jacket. jacket. Oh, yeah. I know, wear Give that the next day, spikes. my walk of shame. Oh, yeah. I, okay, I can see that this could be fine. Okay, fun. well, yeah. now I'm listening. all of a sudden I'm listening to Raised by TV. <laughs> Well, what I else like about this. the dinosaurs? You've spelled the dinosaurs? What else about the dinosaurs? And what oh. Gabriel tells a story about high school sports or something when yeah, he hears Gabriel's, that? Yeah, you know, uh, definitely talk about his experiences with binge drinking and... Long Island, Long Island. I'm drunk, yeah. I um, uh, swam. His experiences with his siblings and, um, you know, we delve into the many ways in which his parents were not home. Mm. Um, and the, what that led he and he's bros to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, you know. They talk about uh, going bathroom. Going bathroom? Um, we get into that a little bit because, you know, you do, you have to do it during the commercial. Yeah. So Sometimes he'll talk about taking the number two. Sure. I mean, yeah, Gabrist is uh, pretty quick to share a number two story. Mm-hmm. Um he takes a bunch of dumps. I think one of the highlights of his life is the fact that he and his wife have two separate ba- uh, bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I've heard a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can both take a number two. Or she can, you know, be doing her makeup while he, he drops a deuce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you only know number two as a way to describe it? Because I can think of about 20 ways, but you've said take a number two like a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And so I was just wondering if you knew other ways to say that. Mm-hmm. Do a number two. Okay. Should we talk about our favorite TV shows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever talk about on Raised by TV that show um, Pretzel Rod, the cartoon with the um, the boy who Rodney and he was like a big and he was a pretzel. No, no and he's voiced um, by Doug Stanhope. No, I what? But that and he's what trying I'm, not to get soggy. No, but, but it's puberty. But what that makes me think of is uh, Stick Stickly. Oh, okay. Uh, this, the popsicle stick character that you would see on Nickelodeon. Is he sort of a kid notorious figure? Yeah. And, oh, I think your dog is um, releasing some elements. He's having some gas. <laughs> it's very doggy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, he probably got to do number two. Yeah. Classic, classic dog, dog move. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'd go, uh, you know, sing, you know the song from Stick Stickly? Do you guys remember that guy? Uh, I know the sort of like notorious a notorious song. Yeah. Yeah. Write to me, Stick Stickly, P.O. Box 963, New York City, New York State, 10108. Mm. No, I think the Kid okay. Notorious song went a little bit like this. Slow it supported Roman Polanski baby um so that it's weird uh, to say that you like stick stickly because he did me, say yeah. sticks are just strong pro Roman Polanski mm-hmm. position yeah I thought it knew. was a good idea it was before we knew oh okay before we knew you couldn't do that yeah it was a different time you know mm-hmm. I think consent has come a long way it's and new so now it's clear mm-hmm. what that means but in the past no I don't mean no no. We didn't have, yeah, these phones and stuff that we could look up what it means on. Right. You, know? anyone you remember back then when you just had a question and you couldn't even look it up on your phone? Right. So think of all the men who didn't know how to. Am I supposed to be right. doing this right now? You can't Google that. Yes. 
It was a simpler time in many ways because you didn't know. Um, sit there and Google and everything. You're facing your screen. They didn't yeah, you just know. looked somebody right in the eye and you said, "Like you actually hey, could talk." Shut to- up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You could actually talk to someone and have a conversation and tell them not to tell people about something. Yeah. Not like today. No. Today you can't control what anyone does or says. Uh, but that's in, but that's interesting, and so that's what yeah. you talk about on Raised by TV. Yeah, okay. favorite TV show. What's your uh, What's your favorite TV show? She said the Roman Polanski one. So that's what she likes. Hmm. 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 You know what I like to watch? That Bill O'Reilly. Do you guys ever talk about that? No, we don't really get into that kind of current stuff. Okay. I think just – I'm going to just say it as if I've never said it before. We talk about like the 80s and 90s mainly. It's maybe a little bit of early 2000s. Okay. But it really won't go past that. So anything you're referencing that is past that. Well, he was on Inside Edition and stuff. Why don't you talk about that? If you Inside Edition isn't so really much. a show that kids were loving at the Hard time. Hard copy. Yeah. I, mean, I watched that. I remember watching it I for watched sure. that. Okay. Yeah. So I was okay. pwned. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I'm also admitting that I did watch it. That is true. I did mm-hmm. watch Hard You're Copy. You're poning yourself. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to apologize to you right now. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. Okay. So now is my time to listen, and I just want you Can to Can we get me. another apology, which is to Kevin, and you haven't even pointed out that he is getting to be a, the big engineer for and this can you, show? Can you please say this to Kevin? Hey, Kevin, I love you, and I'm in love with you. Uh, you want me to say that to Kevin? I would think we'd all be a little more comfortable. Well, I honestly, I think that might make, make Kevin uncomfortable because we work together and that would be kind of sexual harassment. Do you love want to is only sexual to, to say you? I'm in love? I'm sorry. I, I, Hayes, I love you and I'm in love with you. Sean, I and love you and I well, we're having sex and, right now. Okay, but you might later. Or you're both married and your true? wives might be offended by that. I didn't. I mean, no one has said that to me. Have you been hearing that we might? Uh, that you might be having sex outside of this? We, yeah. We, we really I've, might do that later? Later I've, today? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Oh. I heard it in your tone. Whoa. And so it's implied. It's, it, there's something underlying, okay. and that's the thing that makes it scary. Hey. So unless I just say, do you know hey, Kevin. No one told me. I had, no I had some stuff that I was supposed to be. Yeah, I've got like a. I've got a bunch of errands. I had a car, some kind of car thing I was supposed to be doing, but we're going to have So sex. I think, I think I you're going to have sex me. right after this because you're in love with each other, and that's right fine. Right after I haven't had lunch. Why do you have to have lunch before you have sex? Because I need fuel. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, lunch a, is sex fuel. This ain't a beer belly. It's a gas tank for a sex machine. <laughs> okay, so you like to have sex right after you eat. Can we... Please get to the point, which is that we love Kevin and we are in love with you him. You are. That's what you wanted me to. Okay, so tell Kevin that. I say it all the time to Kevin. Kevin, do you have a response? Uh, you don't have to say anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. Okay, because I don't want – we work together and I don't want to make you feel weird. I Kevin, think it I is think uncomfortable. We Sean normally don't have to do this, but Kevin, I think it would make her feel better if you said it to her first. No, I don't want Kevin to say that to me. What I'm trying to tell hey, you – trying to tell no, no, no. people who they can love? No, no, no. What I'm trying to tell you is that I'm at work right now. This is my office, Earwolf Studios, okay? And if I have to walk in here and have someone tell me they're in love with me, I'm not going to be able to function. And I might quit my job and ruin my fucking career because of it, okay? Because it would make your heart go insane? No, because I'd be so uncomfortable that I wouldn't want to come here ever again, and I'd just stop doing all my favorite creative passions. Wow. What must it feel like to not 
You guys want to talk love about your favorite creative passions? Anyone or be in love with anyone. That's not instead what of that's the only way you can make your loves art. everyone and is in that's love with everyone. Like a lot of my art comes and from it a shows place in of my love. work. My work is a love letter to humanity. So, you know, I will say both of the work that you guys, the work that both of you produce involves a lot of belittling women talking down to them, um, you know, kind of shutting them up. And so I'm wondering if that is a reflection on the way, because you're, you're treating me this First way of the all, whole wait, time. Wait, women or everybody? Um, yeah. The shorties take no prisoners. They are um, babies at mouth off, which you said you liked. Uh, and uh, Premium Blend has had women on it before. Okay. Laura Keitlinger was on it. I'm sure Laura Keitlinger, mm-hmm. um, Kathleen Madigan. You ever heard of Wendy Liebman? Yeah, Wendy Liebman yeah. has been on Premium. Yeah. Sure, that's great. But it feels like there's been a lot of like apologies, take it back, be rude again, apologize again. It's this vicious cycle that I'm afraid we'll never get out of. Mm-hmm. Well, in my love letter to humanity, which is my work, I always like to say – Hey, why is the cycle got to be vicious? Can't mm-hmm. it just be a cycle? Okay, it's a hot take, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I don't think mm-hmm. you even understand it. Mm-hmm. Me? It's just a it's a it's, it's a very abstract language we use. Yes. I went You know what? I have a good brain. And can I say that's why I love you and I'm in love okay, with you? Okay, that's inappropriate. No, that's really inappropriate. I don't like I'm not going to say it. I just being like you know, I know. I know. Kevin, what? say it I thought to it me. would help. Yeah, Kevin, I love say you, it and I'm in love with you. Wow, See, wasn't that, that was, so nice? That felt nice, huh? If it's, I don't mind witnessing it in others if they enjoy it. But what I'm telling you is that. What if you practice on Bosch? I don't want to watch I, other I, people do it. I don't need to say that I love anyone at work or that I'm in love with anyone at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, Bosch isn't really working here. He's like lying down. You is know, July out a there? Gas. Is July out there? <laughs> yeah. Can you yell to July? I got it. Sean? Me? Yeah, I got it. July, can you come in here? <laughs> Thanks. He's coming. <laughs> um, Lauren, are you doing anything fun this weekend? Um, yeah, I'm doing uh, uh, ASCAT tonight at UCB. Yeah. Um, and... Um, I have a workout class that I'm going to nice. before that. So Hayes, because of his Second City entanglements, would prefer that we don't talk about ASCAT and UCB on this show. Okay. Um, so July is here now. We have an equivalent show, which is the Butt Munch Comedy Hour. And that I would like to promote. July, you don't have to sit. We're just telling uh, Lauren that we love her and we're in love with her to make okay, her see, to make her feel better. So I'm just not, saying actually, it because no. she's being. So like, just say I love you and I'm in love. No, with no, you. no, no, no. She's so shut I, down. What I'm giving July here is a chance. You don't have to put on as a witness. You're seeing that they're making me uncomfortable. And we we do it to boys all the time. And you're making it. It's like a boys girls thing. We do it to boys and we do it to girls. Okay. What are you opening? It's like a weird little like uh, bar-y thing. Okay. It's like so a protein energy you ball. You put the wrapper right up against the mic. Really? I disagree. No, but you're doing it. I'm looking at um, you doing it. You can't say you disagree. So I'm here to say I love you. You can tell tell. tell Sean and Hayes and Kevin Mm -hmm. that you are in love with them. I don't care if. if So I do it in like an organic way that like you're just having a normal conversation and then just kind of sneak in that you love Lauren and you're in love with her. Oh, I mean. So and then she'll know how it feels and but she won't suspect it. 
Okay. So just a normal conversation. I'm going to let it slide right now. But I'm going to say that I'm at work. Yeah, he's trying to have a normal conversation with you at work. Okay. Go ahead, July. Do you like that, Bosh? So did you hear these guys on Doe Voice? They were so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, what, what did they review? Yeah, I heard you like that show from the friggin' Now Hear This uh, promo reel. They ask your favorite show, and you're like, well, everyone loves Doughboys the most. And it's like, yeah. It's like I don't really think of this as, as work. Us. Yeah. Say us. I'm just having fun with my friends. Okay. Who anyway. I love, and I'm in love with. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I have completed the episode. What was the? Shrimp off? No, I have not. They ate a lot of shrimp. That's great. You ate a lot of shrimp in it? I will listen to that. I like listening to people eat, which I yeah. think Sean knows, and so, of course, he unwrapped his protein Crossover, ball. Crossover, baby. <laughs> I mean, it was good content, eating yeah, shrimp. It was good. Um, I assume, I haven't, as I said, I haven't listened to it, but I have listened to the uh, Chicken Nugget Power Hour, and oh, yeah, that was too. really, really good. I almost threw up, and then also wanted Chicken Nuggets, so I thought it was great content. I think everyone should listen to Doughboys, actually. Um, it's a great podcast. I'm not, I have no affiliation. I know they, they're doing really well. So, you know, you can go, you can yeah, see on their Patreon, Patreon how mm-hmm. well they're doing. Feral Audio gives their artists a lot of freedom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they can make, you know, tens of thousands of dollars from their podcasts every month, which is for actually just a few thousand listeners paying a little bit of money. So it's pretty crazy. I love this you, Lauren. Fucking place Lauren, is I love cheap. you. Oh my God, July. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I want Sean to apologize for what just happened. <laughs> July, thank you. I really I respect you and I I appreciate that sentiment. That's really nice, July. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I I'm at work, so I'd like I would prefer that we not have that kind of conversation here. Okay. And I I just learned about the power dynamics here. And as July's main boss, it was inappropriate of me to force him to say that he loves someone to someone who he doesn't even really like that much. Okay, you know what? And I'm sorry, it's time to listen. That was a really <laughs> fucked up apology in which you offended me. I don't, I, I don't want to, Kevin. Hey boss, what? don't say that about the person I love, okay? Wow, okay, Whoa. how do you deal with that? Secondly, Kevin. But now she likes hearing it. Kevin, get me out of here. Hey, back off. Thank you, Kevin. Punch both of these guys. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Oh, baby punches. And and pu- punch Hayes. Um, I, I'm not Yeah, try it. And I caught his fist. <laughs> oh, no. And he spun it around. Oh, no. Ow. And he flipped him over by the yeah. fist. He's uh, wagging him back and, and forth. swinging him It's around. like when Hulk uncle. grabs dude by his like freaking feet. He's screaming uncle. Him. Yeah, it's like Thor. He's screaming Uncle. uncle. Like Uncle Jesse. Let him go. Hey, hey, save a slice for me. Uncle Jesse, Uncle Joey. We talk about all those guys on Raised by TV. Mm -hmm. It's a great show. I'm really proud of it. (laughs) I'm a horny girl wolf. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Colin Anderson, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Ow. That was a HeadGum Podcast.